Welcome to the Classic Speeches Podcast, presented by BYU Speeches, bringing you treasured talks from 70 years of BYU devotionals. Be sure to check out our other podcasts by searching BYU Speeches wherever you get your podcasts, or by visiting speeches.byu.edu slash podcasts. It is now my responsibility to say a few words. This is a beautiful campus. Spring has come to the valleys of our beautiful state of Utah. Lawns are turning a verdant green. The azure blue sky, punctuated with billowy white clouds, signals that those long days of winter are past. And a new season blossoms forth in beauty. As you contemplated this season, you may have heaved a mighty sigh of relief and exclaimed, Commencement day is near. I made it. Suddenly a more pensive mood prevails, and you realize you're closing an important chapter of your life. Friendly faces, happy smiles are everywhere to be found, but you are leaving behind classrooms of learning, teachers who truly care, and friends you may never again see. Even the most stoic person is likely to shed a tear. Graduates, I rejoice in the privilege to be with you. You walk in the sacred footsteps of those who have gone before, showing others the way to follow. Today, you will lay aside the cap and gown, the traditional symbols of academic accomplishment, and will look backward with pride on your achievements and look forward with hope to the future. In the future, you will enter the classrooms of learning as teachers the halls of justice as attorneys, the corridors of hospitals as technicians and nurses, and the plants of industry as leaders in business. I trust that you will not forget the lessons you have learned at Brigham Young University. My compliments to your outstanding President Merrill J. Bateman, the administration, and faculty. They have planted the seeds of learning and curiosity in your fertile minds. Now it's your turn. Nurture those seeds well as you acknowledge the real meaning of commencement. You, here and now, with diploma in hand, commence the next stage of your lives. Do not settle for less than you can achieve. In a familiar verse, the poetess Ella Wheeler Wilcox wrote, One ship drives east and another drives west with the selfsame winds that blow. Tis the set of the sails and not the gales which tell us the way to go. Like the winds of the sea are the ways of fate as we voyage along through life. Tis the set of the soul that decides the goal and not the calm or the strife. One who had a clear goal in mind and pursued it stubbornly was a high school senior who wrote the following letter to a college he wanted to attend. After he had received from them a letter of rejection, he wrote, Dear Admissions Officer, I am in receipt of your rejection of my application. As much as I would like to accommodate you, I find I cannot accept it. (laughs) I have already received four rejections from other colleges, and this number is, in fact, over my limit. Therefore, I must reject your rejection 
and will appear for classes on September 1st. (laughs) I don't know the outcome of that student's letter, but there are many examples in life of those who rise from failure to success. In 1902, the poetry editor of the Atlantic Monthly returned a sheaf of poems to a 28-year-old poet with this curt note. Our magazine has no room for your vigorous verse. The poet was Robert Frost, who rejected the rejection. In 1905, the University of Bern turned down a PhD dissertation as being irrelevant and fanciful. The young physics student who wrote the dissertation was Albert Einstein, who rejected the rejection. In 1894, the rhetoric teacher at Harrow in England wrote on a 16-year-old's report card a conspicuous lack of success. The 16-year-old was Winston Churchill, who rejected the rejection. If you ever have doubts, and of course you will, just remember this quotation from Shakespeare's play, Measure for Measure. Our doubts are traitors, and make us lose the good we oft might win by fearing to attempt. At this time, as you prepare to embark upon the future, I suggest a simple three-word formula, think to thank, which provides the finest capsule course for a happy marriage, the formula for enduring friendships, and a pattern for personal happiness. One of the problems of this troubled world in which we live is that people think more of getting than of giving, of receiving, and not even stopping to express thanks for that which is received. We owe an eternal debt of gratitude to all of those past and present who have given so much of themselves that we might have so much for ourselves. Take things with gratitude rather than for granted. As we view the disillusionment that today engulfs countless thousands, we're learning the hard way what an ancient prophet wrote out for us. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. It is an immutable law that the more you give away, the more you receive. You make a living by what you get, but you make a life by what you give. Graduates, you not only enter your new world, you help to shape it. John Ruskin provided sound counsel when he said, Wherefore, when we build, let us think that we build forever. Let it not be for present delight, nor present use alone. Let it be such work as our descendants will thank us for. And let us think, as we lay stone on stone, that a time is to come when those stones will be held sacred because our hands have touched them. And men will say, as they look upon the labor and wrought substance of them, See, this our fathers did for us. There may be moments of darkness and discouragement, During those periods of crisis, it would be well to remember the counsel from Louise Haskins, who wrote, I said to the man who stood at the gate of the year, Give me a light, 
that I may tread safely into the unknown? And he replied, Go out into the darkness and put your hand in the hand of God. That shall be to you better than a light and safer than a known way. May your goals be clear. May you reach out to others with kindness and generosity. And may faith guide your life. I pray humbly in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You've been listening to the Classic Speeches podcast presented by BYU Speeches. Please check out our other podcasts, including recent speeches, updated weekly with new talks given on BYU campus, as well as other speeches compilations on love and marriage, overcoming adversity, by study and by faith. Come follow me, the prophet Joseph Smith, and Jesus Christ, our Savior and Redeemer. Go to speeches.byu.edu and click on Podcasts for more information. You can also find all BYU Speeches podcasts at your preferred podcast provider.